So tonight uh, on American Conversations, we are talking to KK, who is from Afghanistan, who worked alongside U.S. Special Forces, and he is going to share his story and experience with us. He has since uh, left Afghanistan and is here in the United States. KK, tell us about your background. And thank you for being here. You're welcome, Christy. And... um... Yeah, we had a lot, a lot of story because I've been working with the U.S. Special Forces for a long time. We fought the Taliban for over 20 years alongside U.S. Special Forces. This long war was hard and had many deaths and injury in the past 20 years. Time had come that I thought I would die and never see my home and children and my family members. I don't know what happened now. Why Afghanistan has collapsed? Why did Afghanistan fall to the Taliban? The ones we fought for over 20 years I had a friend and my team members got killed, injuries. I'm so sad, so sad. I have so much depression. Be honest to you guys, I'm not sleeping enough at night. Think about it, think, oh, my friend lost in that war. KK, it's it's easy to understand your pain and your loss and depression and sleepless nights. It must be, this must be very traumatizing for you. Yeah. So now when I see the news, the Taliban is control of Afghanistan. They kill our family members. They kill my friends. They kill our team members. The teams that I work with in Afghanistan, US Special Forces, those teams did mission day and night, nonstop. Work harder, 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 train. Afghan forces, NASF, ANA, police, everything. What's now? Do you still have family, KK, inside Afghanistan? Yeah, me and my brother. Let me tell you about story about me and my brother. We, we had a guy a bad guy, we catch a bad guy around our base at midnight. We brought him to the base. Then we put him in a room and tied his hands. We put ANA safe guys on a guard to watch him. One of ANA guys brought food 
and untied his hands, the bad guy that as take as advantage, he punched the AD guy and wanted to grab his gun. Then the ANA guys start hand fighting through his gun away and start hand fighting with the bad guy. The bad guy try to run and we had a uh, 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 big army, which is regular army towers over there. And the tower there was a 240. He tried to get that 240 gun and kills all of them, our team members, and ANA safe guy. He now made it to the tower. ANA safe guy got his gun and killed that guy right there. Later on, we tried to give the dead body to the police. The Afghan local police tried to give it to their family members and bury him. We called the police, the local police officer and, uh, and the district and team told them like, hey, please take the dead body and give it to their relative and family to bury. But the police officer ignored. He said, if I take this dead body, that's gonna come on me. They will kill me and my family. He ignored it. I said, I will take that dead body at midnight if making sure no one around. I took that dead body at midnight and took it a little bit far up our base and made a dig, a hole by excavator and buried that guy over there. And that night, me and my brother and one other soldier was with me. So we had a border police, Afghan local border police next door. They saw me from the tower what we did to their dead body. When the Taliban came now, went to the base, they went to first the area where which area we bury him. They told and that location tell a hey, buddy, you are not die. We take care of you. We will look for those guys, we will find it. We will bring it here and cut their heads right here. Then the local, one of my worker was from that local area. He found out. He went to my house. He was a great guy. He went to my house and uh, I was not in that place. I was live in a different state, like a different province. He went to my house and told my family making sure you guys are hiding because they know they found out mm. what you guys did to that dead body. Then me, I was here and my brother left the house like two months ago when the situation got bad. My relative lived in the house. They told my relative making sure contact them and call them to hide yourself and hide your family. They are really looking for you guys. And the first day they went to the area, they told, and wherever you guys bury him, they said, you are not die. We will take care of you. We will bring those people what they did to you. 
So the guys killed A in ASF. We took him, me and my brother took him to bury. The police officer ignore. Now that dead body comes on me and my brother. Because the local police back there told them what we did to him. Now we have no choice. We are going to die. My brother applied for a visa in 2019. The team who worked for, he's emailing State Department, asking for the statue. We don't know when they are going to approve his visa. It's been taken already like two years. I don't know where can we get help from. Where, who can we help us? We help them. We helped them for 15 years, shoulder by shoulder. I did a lot of combat mission with them. Never, ever ignore me and my brother any mission. We was always ready. The team was our family. We were happy when we worked with them. For two years, and my house was like two and a half hours away, I will I will approve that for you guys and give the proof. Now I went home for two years, which is two and a half hours away. Our, our, I was with the team. If I go home, I will not make it to the base because they know when I was working with the army. With the army. So now we are so, so worried about it. Say, what should we do for my brother? Is your brother married, KK? Yeah, he's married. His father of children. He has uh, eight children, and his and his wife. Uh, where are your parents still in country, or are they out? My mother, my mother, still in country. Uh, my brother still there, but he's my brother lives in uh, many different uh, location. Like he stays. For a week or two weeks in one area, then he changed that area going to another area for two or three weeks. And I have a nephew, a little nephew, which he can buy stuff from a store. His father not going to go to a store or or for a shopping, making sure no one going to see him. Mm -hmm. So his nephew, my nephew are buying a stuff for him to feed them and him and his wife be honest to you guys stay awake like half a night stay awake one and half a night stay awake another one always always on their guard always on the guard we think like for how long that's gonna be mm-hmm so, the team like who work for they're willing they said like one of i know one of my team guy special force american special force said, i wish i can go and get your family and get your brother right away they are calling me every time what's happened what's happened to him what's happened to him i said we don't know his visa in the process he's a siv applicants he applied in 2019 
but he's still stuck. We don't know when he's gonna approve for a visa. I'm so sorry, KK. I'm so sorry. That must break your heart. That must break your heart. Yeah, yeah, it is. What is it that you would like the American public to know about the? I mean, it's it 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 sounds as if the betrayal is overwhelming to you, and totally understandable. I, I don't mean to make that pejorative at all. It sounds totally understandable. So how are you? Man. How are you coping with that? Say that again, ma'am. Uh, how are you coping with with this sense of betrayal and and traumatizing of of being concerned about your brother? Yeah, like for me to say, if there is any way that can help from any agency or from any department or state department to help my brother. He is in danger. He is in very danger. I know. I know if you know, a, if a person know what he, what he did to a bad guy, then he feel it like, yeah, they're definitely going to come and see and they're going to kill him. KK, can you can you talk a little bit because I think it's very it's not well understood here in America about the Taliban revenge, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a head for a head, because I think that the American public may not quite understand that the Taliban has a culture that is nothing be, it's not well understood let me put it that way yeah in the united states because many times uh they will go after your family if they can't find you right right that's because the public here might be because the law the laws are different than here in afghanistan there is no law. There is no law that the Taliban will always looking when you did anything because they are from the area. Mm -hmm. They know that we went for search for houses back there. They know like who are who was with them, who searched the house. Who was on the front line with them? So what you think? So they are not gonna get their uh, response when they get a chance. They will. There is no way that you will trust Taliban at all. They will kill you, and they will kill the family who work for the army. And they will bring to the news, oh, we don't know. Those are the people we need. We are looking for too, to find out how. Time? Oh, there's not much to say. Um, anything else you want the American people to know, KK? 
Yeah, the American people, uh, like all those people who work for the U.S. government, would be a great to help them and bring it from the bad situation to America safely and for a good safety forever. So that they're deserved, they deserve, because they work for their family. They work for their sons. They help their sons and their brothers. Mm-hmm. They, that would be good if they help. Because if someone helps you, if you leave them uh, uh, for a bad guy, those people like who translate for you or who was with you on the front line, those are the people, they are save those people over there. They help them with logistics, with equipment, with building. I built a lot of OP towers, bases. I work day and night. Nighttime, we have a CC-17 dropping a, a kicker box on the mountains. At midnight, we took the like a bathcat, bloodbed, worker, everybody in the mountain. We were looking for a kicker box and uh, like food box, everything. At midnight, we took those and brought it to the base for those people. Now is the time to save those people too. I think we call that shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. KK, thank you very much for sharing your story and and feel free to reach out to us again. Um, and I pray that your brother gets out with his family and, and, you know, and gets here to America. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Todd. Yes. Thank thank you you so much. Appreciate it. God bless you guys. God bless you. And thank you for helping our, our soldiers in Afghanistan. I hope, I hope you guys understand my English little better sometime going up and down because I have so much depression you know like oh i go to this story and i forgot that story and i go to that story i forgot that story the other day let me tell you a story i tried to take my daughter to a school then beside to take to school i took my daughter to my work location when i went there i said wow i should you take you to the school i brought it to my work location because too much depression Wow. Too much depression. I never. I was. I'm a strong guy. You can ask my team member, every team member. But now, for those situation, like my brother gets stuck there. Yeah. So, like, in 2018, my family went there, and my son and my children they were pl- uh, playing there each other. Now my children here are crying like, "Hey, Dad, they're gonna kill uh, my niece." We were playing there. So now they're going to be looking for and kill them. I said, God, no. We don't know. KK, thank you. And we're going to pray for you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. God bless you.